Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Big 12 Bowl season is here. A look at the Big 12 Bowl slate on today's Big 12 Watch and also why it was a good weekend for the conference overall. That's coming up once again on today's Big 12 Watch. I am your host, Josh Neighbors. This is Crystal Ball College Football. 365 Sports is the big brand, if you will. Once again, Crystal Ball College Football, the channel, the show, Big 12 Watch. I'm your host, Josh Neighbors. You all can find us here on YouTube. If you do, please like the video, subscribe to the channel, and leave comments. That's the best way to support us. And also, you guys can find us on Twitter at NWPod365. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore as well. Uh, and yeah, wherever you guys get your podcast to, five stars in those places. So portal season has gotten off to a fast and furious start. We'll have coverage of that as we go along. Uh, but today we got all the bowl matchups yesterday. So we're going to go through those here in a second. But first I want to explain something really fast to everybody out there. Uh, I think this was a good weekend for the conference for a couple of reasons. So number one, the Big 12 back-to-back years has a team in the college ball playoff. All right. Uh, that is TCU last year. And then Texas this year. I know Texas is leaving, but it's funny. I was working on my radio show this morning here in Little Rock, and a point was made that, oh, you know, the the SEC basically has two teams in. No, they don't. They've got one. Texas is a Big 12 team. They played a Big 12 conference schedule all year long. They played in the Big 12 championship game. All right? That That is the reality of this. They are not an SEC team yet. Next year, they will be. They are not an SEC team. I don't, like... It's just not a fact right now. They are going to be, but they're not. Uh, who is going to receive the money for this appearance? Not the SEC, the Big 12, right? So that's good that you have a team in. I was like, that, that's, that is 100% a positive thing for the league. Number two, and sorry, I'm losing my voice a little bit. All the games I called this weekend, on top of the fact I just did a half hour stream for Bleacher Report, and now I'm doing this. Um, the other thing too I wanted to highlight is it's really good news that we're going to 12 teams because if you watch what happened to Florida state this weekend, 
and you just think about it in context of like, wow, Florida State got screwed because their quarterback got hurt. What a dumb reason for a team to get screwed. If you think about it from that perspective. And then apply that to like, if Florida State can get screwed, a Big 12 conference team could definitely get screwed. All right, that's 100% something that could happen. So it's really good that the Big 12 is going to get an automatic bid every single year into the college football playoff. That is very, very, very good news. Um, or, you know, at least we think they will. They should. They should, right? It's a five plus seven model. You're thinking that you are. So that is great news for the Big 12 conference. The The next question is, though, like if you're fighting for teams 12 and 13 and whatnot, will I get a second one in? Could they get screwed? Yes. But at least you're guaranteed one. That is good news for the time being, right? So I thought about both of those things. Hey, that is good news. The Big 12's got a team in the CFP, even though Oklahoma State got dog walked. They've got a team in the CFP the last year of it. Also, and, and, and if Texas wins a championship, it will go down as a Big 12 national championship, not an SEC championship, okay? They played a Big 12 schedule. They got there as a Big 12 team, won a Big 12 championship, et cetera, all right? Um, and also, too, like, you know, hey, Oklahoma State lost, but it's, it's still fine. And also this weekend, we had another good coach, at least I think he's a good coach, Willie Fritz, right? Another one of those guys who is in that mold of a Chris Kleiman, a Lance Leipold, a bit older, right? But a guy who is a winner every single place he has gone. Kleiman was a winner. Leipold was a winner. Fritz was a winner. Um, I think it's going to get that program back to some consistency first. Then we'll see where they go from there and how high he can take them. So I think it was a good weekend overall. Then also the net ratings came out and there's a bunch of big 12 teams and hoops that are highly ranked. We'll have some more conversation about basketball coming up this week. But what you all want to see is this fantastic big 12 bowl season schedule. So let's go to it. Once again, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine big 12 teams are in bowl games. The first one is going to be six and six Texas Tech taking on six and six Cal on Saturday, December 16th at 8.15 p.m. Central in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Louisiana. Not the best location you want to go to, obviously, right? But still, you are in a bowl game. And so I've talked about Texas Tech a whole lot. I want to mention this idea again that winning is not always a straight line. Winning is not always linear. So Texas Tech as a winning program, it's good that Joey McGuire and company are back in another, um, you know, another bowl game. Because you look at the football season by season results, uh, you know, for them, it's not like Texas Tech is always going back, you know, to bowl games every single year. Like if you look at the last few seasons, uh, let's see. Matt Wells was four and eight, four and six, seven and six. Joey McGuire, and then they've now been three straight seasons, but still, Matt Wells like wasn't a great. You know, he got fired. Uh, McGuire's gonna be eight and five, and go six and six. But before that, five and seven, six and seven, five and seven, seven and six, four and eight, eight and five, eight and five, five and seven, eight and five. So like they have not been doing that consistently in the last decade or so. It's nice that they're back to doing that. You'd like to see them win the bowl game, but also this. And I know Jerome Bradley's in the transfer portal and not, but like just using this as a time to get the young guys going and uh, Baron Morton as a full entire bowl camp as the starting quarterback, I think is only a positive thing because he has been the starting quarterback 
the uh, you know a quarterback in the rotation for most of the time at Tech. He has not been the starter up until recently, and now he is the guy full time moving forward. It seems so. I I am excited for him, and hopefully he can get healthy too. Uh, maybe if his shoulder's still banged up, you just want to shut him down the rest of the year. But hopefully he's able to get some practice in the in those bowl games. It's, it should be useful. Friday, December twenty second, twenty twenty three. Also, Cal, f- weird opponent to be playing there, but that should be fun. Uh, Friday, December twenty second, five thirty Central on ESPN. It's going to be Georgia Tech at six and six, taking on UCF at six and six in the Union Mor- Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl at Raymond James Stadium. So uh, this game obviously is going to be uh, one that, you know, hey, like UCF is very glad to be in a bowl game. They don't have to go very far to do it. They're going to be playing an ACC team. So you kind of like all of those factors. And once again, kind of a highlight here, you know, we're looking back on the season that was Gus Malzahn had a really good first year. It's nice to see Gus Malzahn and UCF in a bowl game. They're the only new Big 12 school that made a bowl game. And so I think Gus deserves a lot of credit for what he has accomplished this year and getting his team to this point. So I think that should be lauded. I think they'll be better in the future, but still give them credit here. Tuesday, December 26th at, let's see, we have 8 p.m. on ESPN at Chase Field in Arizona. It's the guaranteed rate bowl between Kansas and Barry Odom's UNLV running Rebels. The Rebs? lost their uh, championship game to Boise. Uh, and obviously Kansas comes in after an eight and four season after a six win year last year, they have eight this year, a chance to go for nine. They're big favorites. I believe it will be Jason Bean at the helm as the quarterback. It'll be nice to see him. And once again, you know, just uh, I'm wondering, I'd like to see some young guys, you know, this Kansas team, what you want to win nine games short, but like young guys get some opportunities too, because this program's all about development and uh, that's what's going to be about. I think they'll be able to get some transfers too, but like they can develop at certain spots. That's when that's what's going to win Kansas football games moving forward is that development. So you're hoping that they can continue on that path because they've done such a good job with, you know, Leipold's done such a good job of it in the last couple of years they have. And so they deserve to be in a bowl game. It's exciting to see them in a bowl game. Obviously, I think, you know, they have ideas of maybe a better one down the line, but um, this season, still good stuff. Wednesday, December 27th, 4.30 on ESPN, Bank of America Stadium, Duke's Mayo Bowl between North Carolina at 8-4 and and West Virginia at 8-4. and This is a compelling game. Now, the big question is, how many players will be opting out for the North Carolina Tar Heels? Drake May, obviously the quarterback, is going to be going to the NFL draft, we believe. I'm not sure if he's declared yet, but still, we think he is going to the league west virginia a chance to beat a team like that you know uh, we'll see their defense isn't very good so i'm excited to see how well uh they can run the football on this north carolina defense which is you know points against 27.1 like 74th in the country um and they've actually been a pretty good rushing team this year uh as well let me see if i can find what they've been allowing in terms of their rushing on their defensive side of things but still um, you know, I, I like the fact that, hey, this is a regional rivalry. They're going to be playing at North Carolina. I know not all of the folks who are West Virginia fans were super thrilled about this game. Oh, yeah. They allow 163 rushing yards a game. Ooh, could be some fun for West Virginia in this game, right? 
but still like, uh, I, I think that's an exciting contest, obviously, uh, for West Virginia fans. And I know, look, Hey man, do you want to be playing, uh, you know, North Carolina essentially or North, North Carolina? Uh, maybe not right. Maybe you want to be playing somebody else more fun in the more exotic place, but still you have to like the fact that you're eight and four going for a ninth win, going to a bowl game. It's a, you know, middle to, uh, you know, middle to upper tier game with, Two eight and four teams. You're playing after Christmas. That shows obviously you're a pretty good team, right? If you're after Christmas and the after Christmas bowls, it means you had a pretty good season normally. So West Virginia fans should be excited about that game. Also, they dropped that Neil Brown was returning like the other night, which was weird. Uh, you know, I'm not even sure they had to do too much about that. Texas A&M takes on Oklahoma State. Uh, A&M seven and five. Oklahoma State is nine and four. Eight o'clock that same night on ESPN. It's the Texas Bowl. It's funny to see that Oklahoma State went from the Big 12 championship game to the Texas Bowl, but here they are. And it's a fun matchup between uh, former Big 12 foes as Texas A&M takes on Oklahoma State. So we'll see how many guys are going to be playing in this bowl game uh, for both these teams. I know there's a bunch of guys from Texas A&M who have already gone into the transfer portal, right? So we'll see how that pans out for them. Obviously, um, you know, for them, uh, you know, uh, coach in waiting with Mike Elko or new head coach, uh, not going to coach the bowl game, but it'll be exciting to see uh, AM take on Oklahoma State. And I know they're favorites here, but like, how many guys will be invested? How many guys will be bought in? Oklahoma State, a chance to get to 10 wins. I think they're going to want to win this game pretty badly. So, Mike Gundy, a chance at 10 wins. And look, this is, this to me was not necessarily a 10 win roster, but it was a 10 win coaching effort, save some of the games this year. I love UCF was coaching and they just got, they just got the doors blown off, but like the USA game, they're just not prepared for that one. So obviously like that matchup a lot. This one's a fun one too. Thursday, December 28th, 445 ESPN, NC state, Kansas state, NC state's nine and three K state's eight and four, uh, a ranked matchup in the camping and uh, camping world stadium in the pop tarts bowl. Woo woo. Uh, fun sponsor there. Obviously it's going to be the Avery Johnson show. And so this is one of those teams guys where I think the most exciting part about this is the fact that we get a quarterback in Avery Johnson, who's going to get the full bowl camp to be the quarterback, right? This is where we're going to get our first taste of what he will look like as the full-time starter, because that is what he is going to be, right? That is the uh, obviously, uh, I think the big storyline here on the K State side of things for NC State. MJ Morris is moving on, so they got to find something out of the quarterback position moving forward. We'll see how many of their guys play. I don't think K State, K State might have some guys who don't play, but I think for the most part, a lot of them are going to play. And I'm excited to see what it's going to look like for Avery Johnson. Hopefully, most of the line can can play. You know, some guys are going to the league, but hopefully, most of the line will play. And so I think it's an exciting matchup. NC State's had a pretty good defense, I believe, for most of the season. So this matchup, intriguing. It's good stuff. More of the ranked versus ranked. Speaking of which, uh, later that day, 8-15, December 28th, in the Alamo Dome, it's the Valero Alamo Bowl. I know Oklahoma's been familiar with this one. 10-2 Oklahoma against 9-3 Arizona. A chance for a future Big 12 team to beat an outgoing Big 12 team. Ironically enough, this is probably a game where most Big 12 fans want the non-Big 12 team to win the game, right? Because it's a future Big 12 team taking on the uh, you know current moving on Big 12 team. The quarterback spot's going to be huge. Schools like Arizona, or excuse me, schools like Oklahoma have a lot of uh, roster turnover. We just saw and got the news today. Dylan Gabriel is in the transfer portal. 
Obviously, Mississippi State's going to be a big destination that'll be talked about for him. Uh, but I think this game's compelling, and I think that obviously Arizona is going to want to keep that momentum going. They've got so much on their side right now because of how well the end of the season went for them. So they want to keep generating that momentum. Jed Fish has got his team in great position at this point in time. That's what make, makes that game pretty exciting. Friday, December 29th, it is 2.30 in the Liberty Bowl. It's going to be uh, 9-3 and three Memphis against 7-5 and five Iowa State. Once again, Iowa State deserves so much credit for getting themselves into this spot. A spot where they are seven and five. They had the last few weeks of the season where they had already had the bowl game wrapped up, which is very nice for them to have in their back pocket. Matt Campbell did a great job this season. I know they're losing a tight end of the portal, but they've got the offensive freshman of the year in Rocco Becht. And so he will get to, you know, have another full uh few more practices, getting more comfortable in the offense. And I think Matt Campbell, if you're a player, you know, they can identify some guys in the portal and also they do it in recruiting, but some portal guys who just need a shot, need to be coached up. You, you will do so well with Matt Campbell because he is so good getting the most out of his guys. So I think it's another opportunity here. But in the practice in Memphis had a really nice season. So we'll see uh, that matchup too. And then Texas and Washington on Monday, January 1st, that obviously is a college football playoff game. That is the Sugar Bowl between Texas and Washington. Texas, a four-point favorite in most shops. Actually opened at four and a half, so that's a bit down. I think they close as probably a six-point favorite, but if you're thinking about this game, um, I think Washington is the team that Texas defensively least wanted to see. Um, Overall, maybe the team that in general you want to see the most, but like Washington is the team in the CFP best equipped to hit Texas in the spot they're the weakest in my mind. The one thing that we know for Texas this year that has not been very good is their secondary. And obviously with Polk, uh, McMillan, I mean, we'll see the health availability of all these guys, but like with Polk, McMillan, and the Dunze, they're going to test that Washington second or the, the Texas secondary. Now, Dylan Johnson, I doubt, has a very nice day at the yard. And we'll see how much pressure Texas can generate on Michael Penix Jr. But for Texas, uh, you know, this is a game where like, hey, Washington can't take advantage of that. Now, Texas is going to have a month to cook, and I I expect Sark to be able to, to scheme some things up. So this game, in terms of like a total, an over-under, 64.5, I do expect some points. I do expect both these teams to have the ability to score fully. All right, fully about that. So I think that's a really co- a fun, compelling game. Obviously, Michigan versus Alabama will get more of the headlines, but I think you're going to get two different kinds of games. Michigan-Bama, more defensive. Uh, Texas-Washington, more offense, in my opinion. Obviously, Texas is still a Big 12 team, so we have to break that down, and we will be covering that as we approach the CFP. Let's check in, though, on some other uh, news and notes, some teams that are heading into the Big 12 Conference in bowl games. Uh, Utah is playing Northwestern on Saturday, December 23rd in the SRS distribution, Las Vegas bowl. There's that game. Obviously. Uh, also you have got, let's see. Yeah. Those are, yeah. Arizona and Utah, the two new incoming teams that will be in bowl games. So those two will obviously have their chances. Uh, you know, we know one is against a former big 12 team in Oklahoma and, 
Obviously, that went to Utah against Northwestern. But, you know, it's pretty exciting just to see all of these Big 12 teams in bowl games. Um, in the Big 12, nine spots this year. I think they filled their allotment. Uh, the SEC didn't even do that, right? The Liberty Bowl has got Memphis in that game because guess what? The SEC did not get enough schools to get there. So that, that's good to see. Guys, if you missed any of our coverage from the weekend, I encourage you all to go check it out. We had a monster, monster weekend over here on Crystal Ball College Football with a lot of the coverage that we were doing. I'll run down all of it for you all. We have a, uh, we had, let's see, an instant reaction to Texas, Oklahoma State. We have instant reaction of Texas being in the CFP. We have an instant reaction video to Houston hiring Willie Fritz. All of those are up right now. Also on Friday's show, we talked about, hey, which Big 12 teams need a portal quarterback? Already have some guys in the portal making decisions on where they're going, but all of that stuff you guys can check out at Crystal Ball College Football, also wherever you get your podcasts uh, as well. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. Find me on Twitter, slash X at NWPod365, and you guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore as well. So you guys can find me in those places. And once again, wherever you get your podcasts, and if you guys uh, give us five stars in those places. All right, folks, talk to you tomorrow.